to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. This is Jeff, and welcome to episode 18 of the Freedom Nation podcast. And this is a really special one for me. Um, I I really haven't talked about my grandfather a lot, um, but I will say my grandfather had the most influence on me for an entrepreneurship that I really, of anybody that I know, and, and certainly anybody in my family, my grandfather died when I was 17 years old. So I was still in high school. Um, you know, I was always, always the grandson. I was the only grandson, um, only child, only grandchild in the family. And so I was, you know, certainly fawned upon my grandfather. Absolutely. Both my grandparents absolutely loved me and I love them immensely. Um, and he, he got taken a little too early from cancer uh, when he was in his seventies. And one of the things that I remember most, I remember my grandfather, when I was up there, um, my grandmother said, hey, why don't you, you know, I know you love books and I always did as a kid. I know you love books. Um, Why don't you go up and just go through his library and just anything you want, certainly take it. And my grandfather had an extensive library. And you have to imagine this, you know, we were... um, My grandfather grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, got married, uh, lived in exactly two houses in his life. Uh, The original house they bought, which, you know, I was the one I grew up there, you know, almost every year we went up and visited either during the summer or during the Christmas time. And, you know, I remember this place was the typical kind of Cleveland shotgun shack house. If you can imagine uh, the house that was in, in the the movie Christmas story, if you've ever watched that, that actually is in Cleveland and it's about probably four or five miles away from where my grandparents uh, lived. So that's the kind of house. If you imagine that and they, the, the way the house was set up, it was set up with a bottom floor and then it was set up with a top floor that um, was like a separate apartment. So to get to the top floor, you had to go from the the main floor, go down into the basement, walk through the basement, and then go upstairs from there. And it was like the scariest basement ever on the planet because you walk through that and there was like the old school furnace burning, you know, the old kind of uh, oil furnace burning, you know, and so it had this kind of creepy thing. And then upstairs there was a, like a little, uh, heating unit. And I, I remember that being put to bed up there, you know, by myself up in that upper suite or upper, upper apartment. And, you know, it would be where my parents and I were staying. And it was just like the scariest thing ever as a kid, but knowing that you were taken care of cause, cause my family was there. Um, when my parents or my grandparents moved to, uh, my grandmother's mother's house after she died, uh, because it was a little bit nicer house, a little bit better house. 
uh, they moved in there and, you know, it's kind of a similar setup, except it was all one house. And so my grandfather um, in those type of houses, they typically have a third floor, which is an attic that is finished out. Uh, not huge, so it's got some storage space, but there was a couple like little bedrooms up there, basically. And he took over one of those, and that was his office. Um, now, my grandfather was an employee of GM for over 40 years, uh, retired. So he you know, went to work for GM at 18 as a tool and die guy, you know, and spent his entire career there, basically, um, at GM in, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And he still had his own little office upstairs and that was kind of his little private space to go. And, you know, he had an extensive collection of books. So I remember, you know, when I went up there, I'd really never even been in the room. I always stayed right next to it and really had never gone into the room when I was there. And, you know, just going through his books, it was like the, the collection that you could only imagine. I mean, all these, early edition, first edition books of some of the, the best thought, you know, minds and thought, um, you know, Norman Vincent Peale, Dale Carnegie, you know, all the greats, um, a lot of business books and a lot of books that were kind of self-improvement and stuff like that. And it's funny because I took a lot of those home and, you know, I was 17. I hadn't even gone to college yet. I was just going into the military you know, and a lot of those books I, I kept, I held on to, and I've sold books over the years, but these are ones I held on to because there were that connection to me, to my grandfather. And it was, I think a, a couple weeks ago or about a month or so ago, I actually was digging through my books and I came across Dale Carnegie's book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I have basically an original copy. It's like the second printing of the book. Um, from, you know, the, the 1920s, basically when, when Dale Carnegie wrote it, twenties or thirties, whenever Dale Carnegie wrote it. And I just kind of picked it up and started looking through it. And in addition to that, I bought the audible book and I've been doing some traveling here lately. And so I've been listening to the audible book and going back through the, the book that I have. And this was just something that it's interesting. My grandfather has helped me more than he would ever know because I keep finding these little nuggets um, in my library and that connection to him and really realizing how good some of this material is from years and years and years ago. So this is my opportunity. You know, as I read through this book and I listened to this book, there's just so many practical lessons for today. And I think some of the things that we lose, our ability to connect with people, um, I think has been hampered not only by the fact that we're much more electronic today, um, it has been hampered by the pandemic, you know, us not, not having that personal connection like we had. And, you know, the, the advent of Zooms and everything else, we, we kind of feel disconnected or are disconnected from our friends and neighbors nowadays. So I, I looked at this and I said, you know, let me start to live these techniques. So when you look through the book, uh, the, the classic copy of the book has the following chapters. So techniques in handling people, six ways to, to make people like you, win people to your way of thinking, 
And then the last section is called Be a Leader, How to Change People Without Giving Offense or Arousing Resentment. So one of the ways I decided to use this book was really to sit down and say, all right, I want to absorb this book. And this is not just something that I'm going to read and then be done with. Um, I want to use this book to really change my whole way of dealing with others. You know, and so when you get down a little bit deeper into some of these chapters, techniques on handling people under there is don't criticize, condemn or complain. Give honest and sincere appreciation. Arouse in the other people or in other people and eager to want. So those are all things that are practical that if you focus on, you can do Um, under the six ways to make people like you um, become genuinely interested in other people. Smile. Remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Be a good listener. Encourage others to talk about themselves. Talk in terms of the other person's interests and make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. The chapter on or the section on win people to your way of thinking. uh, This is one of the biggest ones in the book. Uh, The only way to get your best best of an argument is to avoid it. Show respect for the other person's opinions. Never say you're wrong. If you are wrong, admit it quickly and emphatically. Begin in a friendly way. Get the other person saying yes, yes immediately. Let the other person do a great deal of talking. Let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. Try to honestly, try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. Be sympathetic with the other person's ideas and desires. Appeal to the nobler motives. Dramatize your ideas. Throw down a challenge. The final section on being a leader, how to change people without giving offense or arousing resentment, is begin with praise and honest appreciation. Call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. Talk about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person. Ask questions instead of giving direct orders and let the other person save face. So it's interesting, you know, a lot of these chapters and a lot of these, the wording of some of these things is, is kind of an, a forgotten language. It's, it's in an older language. Um, how I'm going to use this book this year, you know, even though it's in an older language uh, than we might use today, it the concepts are absolutely things that we should all be focusing on. And quite frankly, are things that most of us do absolutely poorly. And I, I'm the first one to say that I do a lot of these things poorly. So what I decided to do for this next year is I decided to put together a challenge for myself. Um, And I call this, you know, coming up and, and we'll talk about this more and more over the next couple of weeks leading into the new year is a year of living deliberately, being deliberate in everything that I do, being deliberate in how I handle personal relationships, being deliberate around my own personal relationships with my spouse, uh, being deliberate about how I build my businesses and how I focus on my businesses, being deliberate about this, you know, every week publishing at least three shows, possibly even more than that over the next several years. But over this next year, especially, 
I will be publishing content every single day, whether it's video, whether it's the audio for the podcast, being deliberate with all of those things and keeping a record of that. Um, probably the biggest one that I have on my list is being deliberate around journaling and keeping a record of what's going on and what challenges I've had. So that's how I intend to use this book. Roughly, I, I added all these things up and there's roughly 26 separate sections of that book or separate things that you can focus on through that book. And how I intend to use this book for 2022 is beginning on January 1st of 2022, I'm going to focus on one of these concepts every two weeks, specifically focusing on just one and making that a consistent habit. You know, and and part of that journaling process is going to be almost like a checklist. Did I do these things today? You know, if I like the first one, don't criticize, condemn or complain. Okay, if I find myself criticizing, condemning or complaining, all right, a dollar goes into a jar. And in the end, those monies that are in there, because I know for a fact I can I can fill that jar just the way I am today. And the positive thing about that is whatever fills that jar is going to uh, be you know donated to some form of charity. So we'll give that money away. But this is a way to absolutely absorb this book. I think this is probably one of the most important books that I've read and listened to in a long time. And it's interesting that my, you know, my grandfather kind of came to my rescue again. And there's a book that, you know, I hadn't literally have not looked at for 27 years and just so happened to kind of blunder across it when I was putting away some books on a bookshelf and saw it and pulled it out and kind of, you know, went through it a little bit. And, you know, there's notes in the margin for my grandfather, which I think is just amazing, you know, and just makes me feel happy that, that there was something that was important to him that I didn't throw away. I didn't get rid of, you know, I've gotten rid of, like I said, a lot of books over the years that didn't really have any meaning to me. And this is one that I just couldn't give away because it was, it was something that was important to him. And I wanted to keep it as a result of that, but it's also something that is going to drive my 2022, um, help my interpersonal relationships be better help me to to be able to influence people not in a bad way or in a horrible way but to influence people and and share so for those of you that are willing to and interested in it i challenge you i will be sharing my journey over the next several you know over the next 52 weeks uh, beginning in january um, i will be sharing this with all of you I will be sharing those challenges at the beginning of every two-week period. That'll be show number one of, of every new or you know, every two-week period. Uh, the Monday show is going to focus on one of these. And then we're going to, you know, I'll do a wrap-up at the end uh, of that two-week period of my results. Um, and then we'll share the next one two weeks down the road. And we'll do that. And we'll get through 2022. Uh, hopefully better off than we are today. Hopefully we will be better at, at helping make friends, influence people, help us to, to be better citizens of this world, 
better citizens in our business community, better citizens in our own lives, better partners for our spouses, uh, better partners for our partners, and just specifically focusing on all that. So this is a short show. Um, I'm, I'm glad that uh, hopefully y'all were able to listen and, and enjoy this. Appreciative for those that listened in and let me share a um, let me share a little bit about my grandfather Charlie Kickle. Um, you know, I'm I'm my middle name is Charles, so you know I'm named after him, and and this is something that I. Um, I really truly enjoyed being able to tell you guys about this today. I hadn't really talked about this with anybody um, in a long, 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 long time. And so I, I appreciate the audience for being out there and allowing me to share a little bit about this. Um, I know I rambled a little bit here and there, but I, this is something that was very important for me to get that message out. I could have just said, you know, hey, read the book. It's great. But this was something that I just really had a, a need to tell everybody about. So I thank you for listening. Uh, please join me in that challenge starting in January. So we'll start on the, the first Monday of January and record that first show where we'll talk about um, not criticizing and condemning and complaining. So thanks a lot. You guys have a wonderful week and we will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.